You're listening to Nick Luck Daily. This edition is brought to you by Fitzdares, by the Racehorse Owners Association, and by Thoroughbred Racing Commentary's Global Rankings. Thank you for listening to episode 86 of the Saturday edition of the Nick Luck Daily Podcast. My name is Charlotte Greenway and it's Friday the 14th of July. We're two thirds of the way through the July festival at Newmarket's July course and have seen some top class performances already. None more so than that from Sir Michael Stout's Nostrum in Thursday's listed Henry Cecil Stakes over a mile. And it'll be interesting to see where he ends up next could well clash with Paddington in the Sussex Stakes at Glorious Goodwood should Connections decide to step him up to Group 1 company next time. The feature race of the meeting is, of course, the Group 1 Potemps Network July Cup over six furlongs tomorrow. Nine have been declared and there's been a real swap and change of jockeys all week, with regular riders picking up bands and also having other commitments. Favourite Shaquille was given a brilliant ride by Asheen Murphy to win the Commonwealth Cup at Royal Ascot. But with Asheen banned this weekend and James Doyle, who's partnered the horse before, required at Ascot, Ross Orion has come in for the plum ride. And Nick asked Shaquille's owner Martin Hughes yesterday morning why they've gone with Rosser to partner tomorrow's favourite. Uh, yeah, Rosser has uh, ridden for me before very well. And um, the truth on this man he's always like to be loyal he, he's been standing as reserve for um the last couple of runs and uh patient so uh with that now decided that uh a little big bear is running and uh ryan's offer to um ride Shaquille obviously withdrawn so uh, we go with rosser and we'll stay with rosser whatever happens and moving on from from this given that you know Sheen Murphy has commitments and James Doyle has commitments with Godolphin are you are you looking for a, a you know a solid commitment from from one jockey now do you think we can't do that I mean the the, the practicalities of uh, small yard um, you basically always end up with going the best best you can get I think that's uh, the uh, situation is I think that we'll carry on that way and we know is if, if I'm lucky enough to have a horse that uh, can win at group one level regularly then uh, we're obviously going to be faced with the problems with uh, with doll and more and and even even ocean so it's uh, I'm, I'm happy with it there's the there's there's a good level spread throughout the country um you, you sound very phlegmatic is there is there something quite liberating about knowing that you've got a horse who's already won a group one race and everything else now is just a, a glorious glorious bonus on top no, that wouldn't be the case. I think the answer was a surprise on the first situation. Um, I must be honest, I'm, 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 I'm a not a comfortable favourite as a person. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. As, uh, as Steve Brown has reported, the horse seems to have uh, strengthened, looks good. Um, what is always a competitive race. So uh, I think it's, it's about nine declared, or I think nine or ten. So uh, it's going to be uh, competitive, always is. And... Uh, I, and I go there. We are happy to be in the frame, but obviously the extra ple- pleasure would be if it does happen to win, which would be which would be lovely. Um, you've had some some lovely horses, some wonderful horses, some great stories as well associated with your colours and your ownership. Uh, just give me an idea and, and put into context what sort of a, a thrill the journey with Shaquille has been so far. Yeah, it's a patient one. Um, as you see, with nothing nothing at, at uh, two. 
um, own bread, which is pleasing, and that, that that's, uh, that's an amusing story in itself. And it's sort of an unraced Galileo filly, uh, bought by have bought from a good friend, Mr. Shanahan, and and uh, transferred to uh, Gossie's Yard, who really pronounced it as useless. So uh, it's it's an unraced one, and it's just the third the third foal. Uh, which is Shaquille, has turned out to be above average. The, to be fair to say, the first two were considerably below average. I also spoke to Shaquille's trainer, Julie Camacho, at the beginning of the week to get an update on how he'd come out of Ascot, and here's what she had to say. Yeah, no, he seems to come out of it really well. Um, like I said before, he was just turned out in the paddock for three or four days, and he was getting a bit fresh, so on the Wednesday he went back up the gallops and had a canter. Uh, he did a piece of work on Saturday and we were pleased with him. And, he's, yeah, he seems in good form. And just on that stalls incident, he just reared before coming out the gates and lost a few lengths. Have you done quite a lot of stalls work with him at home since? No, we do, we don't do any. We leave it to Craig, Craig Witherford and Jake do all the stalls work with him. So Because we've had stalls issues with him in the past because he wouldn't go in at Newcastle. And so it is. we just leave it down to them to do all the stalls work. They've been up and did him before, and we just leave it to them. They're in charge of the stalls. They're more, very, very capable guys and, you know, very more experienced than we are with the stalls, and we just leave it to them to do. And the sprinting division, that sort of six furlong division, it's quite an open-looking division. Obviously, Cardem was a bit of a shot winner at Ascot, and Highfield Princess maybe hasn't shown the same form she did last year. It's possibly looking for a horse to really announce themselves as the class act. Do, do you think he could do just that on Saturday? Yeah, I, I think I think for Highfield Princess, I think with a bit of luck, she could have won twice probably at Ascot, couldn't she, to be fair to her? You know, and obviously she had a penalty at York when she beat Michael's filly. Um, so, you know, I think it's a bit unfair to say she's probably not the same filly this year. Um, as for him, I'd, you know, you'd like to hope he's a three-year-old. He hasn't had a lot of racing. You know, he didn't race much as a two-year-old. And you'd hope he'd just carry on, it, you know, maturing and improving. And just the forecast shows rain at Newmarket later in the week, but he looks pretty versatile with regards to ground. Does Does it bother you either way? No, it doesn't really. You know, we were worried before he ran at Newmarket when it was really soft at the Guineas meeting. and But he, he seemed to go through it. I know that was only a handicap and, you know, it's totally different when you're stepping into Group 1 company. But, you know, he's quite a big, heavy top colt. You'd have thought a bit of ease in the ground would be better than very fast ground anyway. And, and to be fair to him, he's, he's run on all sorts. So, you know, all weather, soft, you know, good ground, faster ground. So, yeah, he seems pretty versatile, to be fair to him. And just looking ahead at the rest of the season, I know a lot will probably depend on what he does on Saturday. But is he the type of horse that you could drop to five, do you think, and run in something like the Nunthorpe? Um, I think the, the plan is to go to Haydock and then Champions Day. I think that's the plan at the moment with him, you know, all being well. You know, at the end of the day, they're animals, aren't they? And it's OK planning, but, you know, they're not machines either, are they? But that's definitely that's the plan. Yeah, yeah. We've no. Yeah, he maybe will be quick enough for five. Um, you know, but it's a fast five at York, isn't it? You know, you're not talking of a Nascot five. You know, it's a flat five at York, and it's you know, it's a very sharp five. As your blues started off last season off a mark of seventy eight and has just continued to improve since then. On her latest start, she beat Highfield Princess in the Group 2 Duke of York Stakes and looks like she's been saved for the July Cup since. 
Tom Stanley put a call into her trainer Michael Dodds in the middle of the week to find out if we're definitely going to see her this weekend and whether the ground could play a part in her participation. We just don't want it to go good to firm firm. I spoke to Michael Crosser this morning and they didn't get the rain that they expected last night. We only got about one and a half mils, I think. So, but he said it's it is there is rain due sort of Friday, stroke Saturday, so they could get rain. So, mm. um, it's just we just don't want jar in the ground. Really, she's quite a big filly when she hits the ground, and you know anything easier would would suit her a lot better. And the and the ground at York is going to be uh, well. You you wouldn't have any fears about what it's likely to be at York. Well, York's gone good, but they haven't really had a lot of rain either. So, but um, oh, it's, at the moment, it's it's easier ground at York than Newmarket. But I mean, I would guess we're probably going to have to just plan Newmarket and hope they get the rain because obviously we'd have to decide on Wednesday about York. So, I think we'll be going heading hopefully heading to Newmarket. Yeah, and and keeping everything crossed. Um, yeah. Just so reflect on the season so far. Obviously, a win at Newmarket, different track, and, and then York last time. Has she surprised you? She's surprised how much she's progressed. I mean, she, physically, she'd done well over the winter. Um, she's sort of stronger. And we'd had a few little niggles with her, just feet wise, really, up until her first outing. So I, I felt that we were going to Newmarket knowing she was well, but I didn't feel I had a, had a fit. Um, mm. And she she ran well. She she did it well. And you know we knew she was a one for for York. It was just whether she could step up and take on the horses she took on. I feel princess, but I thought she did it she did it well. And you know she travelled so well through the race and picked up. So she's she's a good filly. And I say look forward to hopefully running Saturday. And obviously those runs were what eleven days apart. She's had a bit more of a break since. What have you what do you, what have you done with her in that time? Well, after after York, we just went easy with her for a while, and then you know built her up in a work puller and sat on her a few times, and she's she's in good form. We're, we're pleased where we're at with her. She's we've had no setbacks at all. She's 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 in good form, as I say. The, she's taking on some some serious horses if she goes to Newmarket, and it won't be easy, but she deserves the the chance. Do you think the July course will, will suit her? That obviously, I know she's she's won there before, but the, this is Group One company. But do, is there something about her way of racing that, that suits the track? I think I think she she can finish her races strong, and I think it'll suit her. That'll it'll suit her at July that she's a strong finisher. Either the Newmarket courses, to be fair, yeah. but she does finish strongly, and I think that'll that'll help her. I'm going to make a sweeping over generalisation now that you're very good with these type of sprinting fillies, but. You do seem to bring them along that they, you know, she's a four-year-old now and, and, and she's done nothing but progress. Yeah, I mean, listen, we didn't, she didn't have a lot of racing as a two-year-old and, and she was left to mature. The owners were keen that we didn't overdo it. Um, but yeah, she, she has. I mean, I don't know. We, 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 we've been lucky with the fillies, although we've had some decent geldings as well. But, uh, but we're pleased where we're at with her and, and she, you know, she's in great form. Um, depending what happens on Saturday, would she have the pace for an, for an unthought, do you think? I did speak to the owners after, um, even to be fair, Newmarket, and I said, this filly, if we got slow ground, I said, I could see her at some stage coming back to five furlongs. Mm. Now, 
she, because of the way she travels in the races. So yeah, I, I mean, we, we're not frightened to come back to five. Um, she's done it all at six, and that's a different pace the way the races are run. But I would like to see her sometime over five now. Whether that will be the non-thought, but or it could even be something like the Abbey. But I, I definitely think we'll bring her back to five at some stage. Another jockey change comes aboard Kim Ross as his regular pilot Frankie Dettori is also on the sidelines from a band picked up at the Royal Meeting. Champion jockey William Bjork will be aboard and Rafe Beckett provided Nick with a very short update on the Group 1 winner on Wednesday. Kim Ross, yeah, he's in good form and, um, you know, I'm very happy with his work. I was very happy with him going into Ascot. That didn't pan out. He saw too much daylight. Um, I'm very happy with him going into Saturday. Newmarket's feature two-year-old race tomorrow is the Group 2 Superlative Stakes over seven furlongs, which features the highly regarded Ballydoyle Colt City of Troy, who was an impressive winner of his maiden and, unsurprisingly, is beautifully bred, being out of Group 1 Phillies Mile winner Together Forever and by American Triple Crown winner Justify. One of those hoping to upset the short price favourite, though, will be Charlie Hills's Iberian, who broke his maiden at the first time of asking at Newbury. And Nick caught up with his owner, Team Valley's racing manager, Richard Ryan, to ask how excited he is about this horse tomorrow. Oh, very um, hard not to be. He, he's he's a, a grand cult, um, got a great page and a great model, um, works very very flashy at times when asked uh, from his uh, enthusiasm. He's very forward, actually, for, for a horse with his page, Luda Vega from um, a high chaparral mare. But, um, but yeah, I know that the talent is there for all to see in the morning, so we hope that it transfers as we go up in grade. Yeah, and you've got a, a big Godolphin horse in Great Truth and a big Coolmore horse in City of Troy dominating the market. I mean, you, you'll have seen what they've done breaking their maidens. Which one do you fear the most? I think you have to hugely respect Aiden. Anything he brings is always, um, uh, you know, of, of, of great worry if you're against them. Um, I happened to be at the, the, the track seeing that horse running through the line and then sort of nearly bumping into the white rails at the end of the car, which suggests he's got any amount of improvement and will stay the trip well. So I fear him hugely. And the horse that you run in the previous race, Havana Blue, has been a bit of a, a new market specialist. One here on the July course last time, prior to that one on the Rolly Mile. Another excellent run on the Rolly Mile at the beginning of the season. Um, is that something about him that particularly uh, is well suited to, to the undulations of, of these places? Or is it just coincidence? It's a slight coincidence, Nick. He, he, we, the three-year-old handicaps... Um, uh, uh, once you're rated in that banded um, between the sort of high 70s up to 100 seem to be um, dotted around the, the major group one tracks certainly in the spring and um, Newmarket had a number of those um, he's a big quality long striding horse that, with a turn of foot so Newmarket plays to his strength so we wouldn't be going to places like Chester with him or things like that so in effect, uh, he's a he picks the track himself, really. And is he a horse that you're looking to to head abroad with at some point? Is he one of those projects that could make up into a into a Southern Hemisphere horse? Do you think? I think he's he, he, he's very much that um, the the improvement that he's going to or that he's shown and hopefully keeps going with to fit his physique um, 
he's unusually scopy and rangy for 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 Havana Gray. Um, a big, strong colt, but um, that, that hopefully today, or oh, sorry, today, um, Saturday proves that he'll get the mile. If he does that, then there are lots of more doors open up to us. So there we are. That's it for another Saturday edition. Until next week, tomorrow is jam-packed with flat racing from six different tracks in the UK, whilst there's also some summer jumping to enjoy on Sunday too. So enjoy all the action this weekend. Thank you once again for listening. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nick Luck Daily, brought to you in association with Fitzdares, the Racehorse Owners Association, and Thoroughbred Racing Commentary. Mm-hmm.